Welcome to Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I'm your host, Marie. I wanted to express my gratitude again um, to all of our listeners, wherever you are. If you're in Washington, New York, Utah, California, Arizona, Oklahoma, and of course, our international listeners, Spain, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, Scotland, Norway, and Canada. Thank you so much for your interest in healing yourself and your dedication to living a happy and wonderful life. And today on the show, we have one of my favorite guests. We have Dr. Sheila Dunn Merritt, who's here in Seattle. So she's in Washington State. Welcome, Sheila. Thank you, Marie. Glad to be here. Oh, yes. Welcome to the show. We love having you. You're just so fun and full of so much great information for everyone to help them move forward in their life and their healing. Great. It is great. And you and I have a class coming up. I'm excited. I can tell. (laughs) So the class is called Healing from Within. Yes. Yes. And the first in the series, we're going to be looking at what are you taking in? Because we're going to be looking at the third chakra, digestive system, but also what are you taking in in terms of your thoughts, in terms of your self-talk that might be affecting what you're getting in your life and how your health is. And how your health is. So we're going to focus on detoxification, absorption of minerals and nutrients. Food allergies. Food allergies. And Mm -hmm. sensitivities, which I think is kind of a tricky subject too, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're having obvious reactions to food, but you're not going to necessarily test positively for it, right? Yeah, we're going to give people a lot of really good tools. I'm very much looking forward to it. Absolutely. So you can go to my website at www.energyintuitive.com, register online, or you can call Dr. Merritt's office at 425-9366. That's a 425 or mine, 425-825-5671, sorry, and you can register for the class. It's on December 11th. It's December 5th. It's oh, coming really? sooner than you think. Oh, yes. you're right. December 5th. Because yeah. Okay, I'm a little right. confused today. Because okay. December 11th, I'll actually be at East West Bookshop. Oh, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, okay. that's right. right. Between 7.30 and 9.30, I'll be teaching a class called Past Lives. So you're right. It's coming up really quick. Really soon. <laughs> well, good thing I talked about it on the air, so that I'll make sure that I'm there on time. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got lots to talk about today. We do. Okay. Yeah, we have a lot. And so we were going to talk about a subject that you hadn't wanted to really talk about it's on the true. <laughs> I admit it. Did not want to talk about the swine flu, but I'm Marie <laughs> finally said, Sheila, we need to talk about the swine yeah. flu. I get a lot of emails, and I'm sure you get a lot of questions from your a patients lot. Yes. about the swine flu, yes. right? Yes. And so what was your main reason for not wanting to talk about it? Because I think that uh, it is very much media driven. I mean, of course, there is a swine flu mm-hmm. and it's H1N1 virus. It's very similar to the standard influenza virus that everyone gets every year. And as we talked about each year, there are some fatalities from f- the the flu. About right. what did you say? 36,000? Yeah, and this was when I was at in nursing school, mm-hmm. so this is a while ago okay. in the early 90s. Um, the numbers that we were told were about 36,000 people die annually in the U.S. from this flu, flu the common right. flu. Right. The reason why I, I'm 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 sorry to say this because mm-hmm. the bottom line is this: 
everyone is an individual. So there is something called bioindividuality. So I don't think that the whole population needs to be vaccinated against a flu because vaccinations also run risks. Right. And so I look at individuals and when I see patients, I don't have one protocol or one size fits all for everyone. It's an individualized approach. So I would rather talk about how to support people so that their immune system is strong so that they can not get sick. Absolutely. And that's what we were talking about before we come, came on the air. Yeah. Why can't we then in, in, initiate what are the great things that we can do to help someone stay healthy? And one of them would be get plenty of rest. Right. Take your vitamins, whatever they are. Let's talk about whatever they yeah. are vitamins. Okay. okay. We live in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Right. And if you look outside the window today, it looks very dark. Yeah, and it's okay. pouring rain here, by the way. It is. It's gray, but people who love the Northwest right. love the Northwest. I am one of them. That being said, we get no vitamin D. Vitamin D is the sunshine vitamin. We are at the 35th parallel um, in the United States and in the world, and uh, we basically do not get strong rays of sunshine. Vitamin D has actually been upgraded from a vitamin to a hormone. Wow. It's because it affects every cell of your body. When did that happen? It's been a while now. Wow. Studies have shown that vitamin D levels in uh, low vitamin D levels under 30 um, have been responsible for an increased risk of breast cancer, which we have in the Northwest. Which is now even proven in terms of the conventional medicine. Oh, yes. They're now screening everyone for vitamin D. Right, right. But now in conventional medicine, what they do is if your vitamin D levels is low, they'll give you 50,000 international units once a week for eight weeks, that's like giving you a sledgehammer. Whereas yeah. what the, what we do as a naturopath, what I do is I'll suggest taking 10,000 IUs of vitamin D for anywhere from a week to a month and then reduce to 5,000 per day, right. um, from usually from October to March. Now, remember, ah. this is bioindividuality, right. so you really want to do a blood test and see um, what your levels are. The reason why I'm bringing up vitamin D is right. because when do people get flu? It's not in the summer. Right, no. And there's plenty of sunshine. Even for us Northwest, we had a really good summer. We had a great summer. We got some good. Yeah, we did. Right, we were spoiled. We were, yeah. So we got some good vitamin D. Right. And so to prevent yourself from getting a flu, here's a precaution. Make sure your vitamin D levels are up. And um, you get a blood test. It's a D25 is the name of the test. Right. And you want to, and the doctors will often say, oh, your levels are normal. Get the number. Right. Because 33 to 100 is the range. You want to see it above 50 and 80 is ideal. Wow. Okay. That's wow. the first thing you want to mm-hmm. do. Second thing you want to do um, is look at, um, the, the, all right, H1N1 virus is what's called an enterovirus, meaning that it hits the stomach. Mm. So what will prevent the, mm. um, once you get it... Healthy gut. Healthy gut. So your probiotics, digestive enzymes, Di- yep. reduce your you sugar intake. I know, I know. That's right. Taking a good digestive right. enzyme will right. help because it will kill the virus. Not wow. eating a lot of sugar and, and increasing that yeast. And reducing the alcohol intake, yep. too, which is also high in sugar. You know, yep. if we know that there's a potential flu coming around, right. these are just healthy precautions. Right. And I just wish our government would 
talk about that instead of scaring the heck out of everyone. Right. Right. Because we do know that there are some levels of mercury in the vaccine. Yeah, that's right. Right. And right. and we want to work on not putting toxins in our body. And, you know, you were just talking about the diet and I thought, uh oh, we're moving right into the holidays. Right. And that's why we did the class on the 5th of December. Right, we did. Just before the holidays to offer people an alternative to that holiday, um, excuse my expression, dysfunction. <laughs> right? Right. Well, and of course, there's that whole family holiday dysfunction right. and then food holiday, holiday dysfunction. dysfunction. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. To really be able to make some different choices consciously. Right. So sugar is not a great thing for the stomach acid. Alcohol right. is not a great thing for the stomach acid. And then so many people are on um, on antacids or proton pump inhibitors. Right. The, Which the isn't great when you have virus or bacteria right. in your gut right. and you have nothing to kill it. That's right. right. Yeah. Another thing that's really helpful for um, uh, removing viruses or boosting the immune system, vitamin C. I know. I love vitamin C. I do a lot of those emergency C drinks. Uh Each one is about 1,000. 1,000 milligrams. And so I put two packets. I even use warm water since I prefer warm water. Uh I don't know how it's doing for the Uh vitamins, but it's a delicious warm drink in the winter, and it... It helps protect your immune system. You can build up the vitamin C. Um, you can start at 1,000, and I suggest building up throughout the day to you get to what's called bowel tolerance. Mm. Usually that, that's around 10,000 right. IUs. And if you're traveling a long distance, you really want to up that C to, to pre- protect yourself. Right. I, I generally use 8 to 10, you know, 1,000 milligrams. You know, and people talk about, you know, wearing masks and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's reasonable to use some precautions hygienically, wash your hands. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so on. That's reasonable, but you don't want to get paranoid about it either. Right, right. So. And we do know there are people, you know, living in the world who have a really unhealthy immune system, and maybe the vaccine or some other precautions might be appropriate in right. those cases. That's right. But for most people, you know, it's the fear that's actually going to draw that virus right to them. Absolutely. <laughs> it's true. Right. So that's my answer. I love your Thank answer. You. Thank you so much for. <laughs> for um, answering the question. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So before we go on to more conversations, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right, let's do it. Let's talk to Kelly calling all the way from Napa Valley, California. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. Um, And thank you also for talking about the swine flu. It answered a lot of questions. I know. Well, actually, you were one of the people why I thought, okay, we really need to talk about this because you sent me an email. And I answered answered it to the best of my ability, but I knew Dr. Um, Sheila would have even more ideas. Yes, and and, it, and I think I had the swine flu, and I um, have gotten better, and I fed my both my sons breast milk, um, and hopefully they've gotten those antibodies um, from you know and, and are protected. Um, so we we've chosen not to do any kind of um, shot for them so far. Good, excellent. Yeah. My question has to do with diabetes. Um, I had gestational diabetes with Rain, my my son who's now eight weeks old, and um, Rain is in the rain like the weather. Yes. Oh, yes. what a neat name! Thank you. And so they took my sugars again, and they said they're I'm pre-diabetic, so they were about a one o two fasting, and then one o two after I took the glucose drink, uh-huh. uh, which seemed odd to me. But I'm just wondering, you know, from Marie's <laughs> standpoint um does is it a, is, is it a vibrational thing um and then um from both from both of you you know should i take this seriously should i take steps in, in really reducing my sugar what can i do 
um, or should I do anything? Go ahead, Sheila. Uh, Marie wanted me to start here. Um, Kelly, it's not that I wouldn't take it seriously. I would take it cautiously. Okay, you know, um, I would just be cautious about it. Um, the fact that you had that pre-fasting and then fasting after the glucose and both of them were the same number is good. Um, I, you know, there's a couple numbers you're missing. Uh, hemoglobin A1C, you'd want to have that done. I'd look at tri- your triglycerides. I'm curious about if you're carrying extra weight and also was there a history in your family? So those are questions you don't need to answer on the phone, but questions that you would need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, some women do get gestational diabetes, which means for our listeners that during pregnancy, they develop di- the woman develops diabetes, and then after the pregnancy is completed, um, the blood sugars go back to normal. And I would use it as a cautious um, sign that you need to be aware of your nutrition, your exercise, and your weight. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And you know, when I look at diabetes, um, it's, it's about not taking in the sweetness of life, you know, so the, oh, the membrane, wow. right, the cell, yeah. um, and the re- membrane gets hard, so the insulin has a, a more difficult time, let's say, permeating the membrane of the cell to deliver the necessary sugars. And so mm-hmm. uh, I would work on that, and I know you're a hard worker, because I, I do know who you are. I don't always know who our <laughs> callers are. Um, I know you're a hard worker. I know that you're constantly thinking about what to do next, how to make my family life better. And I would work on, you know, taking in the sweet sweetness of life. And this is a perfect time when you have a young child as well, you know, and you get to sit there and, and breastfeed for moments of time oh, throughout the day. sweeter. Oh, it's so sweet. So that's what I would work on along with, of course, these recommendations. And um, Dr. Sheila, I always found it interesting because I was tested. I did not have it during um, pregnancy, but I was tested. And I just thought it was odd that I was required to drink a bunch of sugar, a bunch of toxic. Sugar when I know. they're worried about my body right. not handling right. sugar, I call it the torture test. Yeah, I really do. I, I think it's, it's awful. I mean, obviously, Kelly did great, and and, right. it, and it is the way that they help diagnose right. how we're m- metabolizing our sugar. Right. But I just think that it's not very healthy. I agree. Yeah. I just, right. Is the test worth it? Right, right. right. Is, could it be one more thing that slips you over the edge when right. you're getting that much sugar put into your body? Yeah, her level, your levels, Kelly, are not that high. You know, okay. I would um, I would just uh, work on your nutrition, you know, and right. if you have questions about that, we can certainly answer that. But the, yeah, yeah. Good. good, good, and work probably on probably increase some activity as well. I've been trying to walk with my family. Good. Uh, at the end of the day, try to squeeze that in. And yep. I would meditate on the whole phrase of taking in the sweetness of life. What does it mean to you? You know, can you allow yourself to be nurtured in a way that really fulfills you? Okay. Yeah. Can I ask you one more quick question? Quick question. Okay. My son has a little bump on his, next to his anus that was, um, and he's not responding. The doctor thought it was an abscess, not responding to antibiotics. And so she recommended going to a pediatric surgeon. Um, This is an eight-week-old. I'm sure what you think about that. Well, I th- we're both just thinking about it right now. Um, sure. And so they you know, didn't respond to antibiotics, so they don't know if it's actual cyst or not, right, or some right. sort of growth. They thought it was an abscess, but it's not responding, uh-huh. so she doesn't think it's an abscess. Right. I don't think it is e- either, actually. Um, is it fairly red? Yes, it is. Yeah, it looks red to me. Um, have you tried, because it could be more yeast-related. It could be uh-huh. more of a... 
inflammation and maybe some yeast got under the skin. Um, I'm not really sure, but it, I feel very inflamed. They're not necessarily from something deep in the skin that's causing a problem, but more from the tissue in, in terms of being irritated. And okay. So I would go to a homeopath. You're in California. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would go to I would go to a homeopath because that's a very homeopathic um, symptom, uh, particularly oh. um, right at birth. And I think that mm-hmm. cutting it out is not answering it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, it's and and, he, and and the little one is so young. I would go to a homeopath. And kids do great with homeopathy. Exactly. They respond yeah. incredibly quickly. Yeah, and yeah. I can't tell you the remedy. I'd have to work them up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thank you so much, and best great. of luck Thanks. with that. Happy Take holidays. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. So one of the things we were going to talk about today too is mammography. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and um, because it's all over the news. Right? Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, it's all over the news. Of course, I'm thrilled because I am in my late 40s, and I haven't yet had a mammogram. And so now it looks like I'm within the guidelines. Woohoo! You right, know? right. Um, so I'm, of course, happy about that. And I Well, let's to explain to yeah. people what happened. Right. Okay, yes. Go ahead. Well, um, recently, it came out in the news there was a, um, a, a group that was studying mammography. And instead of having a mammogram every year at age 40... They want to change the rules to begin at age 50. 50 right. And then the the thing that really got both of right. us was that they didn't believe that doing self-examination was necessary, that right. it didn't make a difference. And you and I both know, uh, after seeing so many cancer patients, yes. that... I would say a large percentage of the people I've seen, about thirty percent in my case, mm-hmm. found their all on their own. Lump Even when they've had own. mammograms right. on a regular, continuing basis. That's right. So, breast self-examination, I think, is incredibly important. Yeah. And the landscape I've noticed as I've gotten older has been changing. You and know? it does change, right? And so, that's normal. And so that's that way I get to know your I landscape. Get to know my landscape. I'm like, okay, that that's shifted a little bit over the last few years, but it still feels normal. I'm not right. feeling weird lumps. Right. So I don't know why they came up with that recommendation, but I was kind of um, shocked, actually. Well, I, I agree with the, you know, why are we, you know, we can need to continue to do self-breast examinations. Yes. But both you and I know that the most accurate way to look at the tissue of a woman's breast is through ultrasound. Ultrasound, but insurance companies won't pay yes. for it. Yes, and so right. if you have a really accurate reading with an, with an ultrasound right. machine, you could wait a couple more years right. or whatnot. Correct. Because if you have a mammogram, if they have find a problem, they're going to send you in for an ultrasound right. anyway. Yeah, I shouldn't say insurance companies won't pay for it. They just won't pay for it immediately. There's right. a protocol that they follow. Right, because it is right. more expensive. Right. And what I find, the reason why I've, and this is my personal decision, I always encourage all my clients to have their checkups and do what is in their best interest and right. follow their intuition. I personally choose purposely, I've chosen so far not to have a mammogram. And the reason is, is because everyone's scared to death, you know, when they're sitting in line right. and, and then they go up to the machine that's taking in all the fear into the metal, right? And then right. squishing up against their beautiful breasts, right? And so I just decided I didn't want to be part of the fear. So an ultrasound are used for other things, not just for breast diagnosis. They're used for detecting pregnancy, which is more of a happy event generally. And of course, we're grateful for all the people who've been accurately diagnosed with a mammogram. Thank goodness. That's wonderful. Yeah, but I would not stop doing the breast exam. Absolutely. So so those are our thoughts about that. So we're going to go ahead and go back to the phone lines. All right. We're going to talk to Jennifer in rainy Seattle today. All right, Jennifer, how's the rain? (laughs) 
Um, I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I was wishing it would stop so I can go for a walk outside. (laughs) Well, excellent. You could. You could still go for that walk. Just (laughs) put a bag over your head. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about that or the gym. I don't know. Um, What can we do for you today? I was calling because I've called in probably a couple months ago, but I'm still not sure where this fatigue is coming from, where I'm just extremely exhausted and I've had blood tests done that came back normal, little on the hypothyroid, but not um, that I would be diagnosed with hypothyroidism, um, according to my doctor, and slightly anemic, but I'm curious if there's anything else that's going on in my body that might be causing the fatigue. Um, And because my hair is very thin and I just look, you know, the circles under my eyes. Um, so you sound kind of young. How old are you? I'm Curious. 25. Okay. She's very young. <clears throat> yeah, you're wonderfully young. So, you know when you said your doctor said that the hypothyroid was just slight? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what the range was on that test? Do you do you know? Um, I don't. I want to say it was like point three something. You know, I'm not sure, but I know my okay. value was... Two point three six something. So okay, so here we're back to education, Um, and I love doing this. It's what I do in my job, and my Mm -hmm. work is you know doctor means educator. Right, beautiful. So um, Jennifer, when you get blood tests done and we're looking at thyroid, there Mm -hmm. are there are like three levels deep you can go. Okay, mm-hmm. so you can go to the first level where they just look at TSH, which is what right. happened. It's called thyroid stimulating mm-hmm. hormone. The regular docs out there usually use a, a, a big range from 0.3 to 5.5. Yeah, I went to um, an ND. Okay, right. The other, um, but I'm I'm speaking for everyone, not just for you. Okay, oh, okay. okay. So regular um, thyroid. Um, is 0.3 to 5.5, but um, a tighter range that's used by certain naturopaths and by endocrinologists is 0.3 to 2.5. Anything over 2.5 is considered hypothyroid. That's door number one. So yours came back, sounds like within normal, but then we look a level deeper and we look at what's called free T3 and free T4. Those are the actual thyroid hormones because TSH can be normal, but those free numbers can be off. I did have a free T3 and the thyroid antibody one. Okay, great. So that your doc, great doc, went all three layers deep to look. When, and so sometimes if there's antibodies against the thyroid, um, the other levels come back within normal, you still treat. Okay. The question is, is how do you treat? What you said to us is that you're having an anemic issue and a hypothyroid issue. Those are two symptoms that Mm -hmm. are very um, commonly associated with, um, believe it or not, celiac um, or else a sensitivity Mm. to wheat Mm. and gluten. And the, the reason why is because with a sensitivity to gluten, um, your intestinal tract is not absorbing, um, iron very well, and a low iron has also been associated with a hypothyroid. There's wow. a, And that's why your hair might be, you mentioned your hair was a little off. Right. Then, yeah, that's why. Wow. Well, so, and I know that I can't eat, um, I can't do soy, wheat, or gluten. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah. And that's something, and I don't digest my, um, I had two people look at it, and one of them said, you're not digesting or and absorbing anything. And I still do all my supplements. I started taking an adrenal glandular as well. Um, I'm not into yeah. glandulars, I have to say. They come, glandulars, for our listening audience, come from animals, um, oh. the glands of animals, mm-hmm. and right. I think there's other ways to get at it. Um, you, so you sound like the perfect candidate for our class. I mean, that's why we're teaching our class, is for people exactly like you. But I don't think I'm eating any more wheat or gluten. But your I mean, gut I, is not absorbing well. Your, your exactly. gut needs some. Your gut needs some healing. And what what um, I would do is, or what people do, uh, would be to, um, while you're healing the gut, is I might even use some injectables, some iron injectables, because you're not getting it in your system, and that's why you're really exhausted. Okay. Yeah. yeah I started taking again the iron um, pills and. Um, I've been, I just started, actually, I heard you talking about vitamin D. I just started taking vitamin good, D. And good. I get all my vitamins from food-based, but I just still don't think I'm absorbing And it, you anything. sound like you've worked so hard, too. I mean, you're obviously really smart about all of it. She's you've, exhausted from yeah. working so hard, right? I'm, Well, I'm also yeah. in ND school. Oh, I, good for you. So, so you're, I... You're going to be a naturopath? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, oh, good. I'm excited, but I just, I, this past week, I can't think. And I'm really afraid that I'm not going to pass because I'm really tired. You know, I think one of the things that, that's really important, this is associated with the gut and, of course, the immune system, is self-love. You know, just really loving you, seeing how amazing you are, how fantastic you are, looking in the mirror and loving your beautiful eyes. Just really mm-hmm. spending a few moments a day because that will, will help the immune system, will help with the absorption of the nutrients and help your gut release the toxins that are there. They're making it difficult uh, and I know that historically that's a little bit of a challenge for you. I know that you're from what, you know, from our conversation that you're self-critical. Mm-hmm. So I would work on falling in love with you. I think that would really help some of this hard work that you've already put into making your health better. Okay. And is, I mean, from a, also the intuitive aspect, is there anything that you would think that is like really wrong with me or is it just? Yeah, I would say no. You know, so, right. I think, I think, you know, if we can get to this underlying self-love aspect, because it's really hard when, when people don't love themselves and a lot of people think it's just a thought, but it's a feeling. It's a, it's a really, it's an energy. It's an energy. It's an energy that will totally deplete you. And she's in a totally depleted state. Right. Right. Mm, Right. Right. So falling in love with you. Okay. And you're good enough. You know, yeah, I know what good. naturopathic school can do to a person. You know, it's very exhausting, and so you just have to take some deep breaths and know you're good enough. It's enough. And start taking your nutrients, but low doses, but throughout the day, you know? Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we hope to see you at the class. Um, and class was it? I am oh, oh. Uh, Marie and I are teaching a, a, a series, and it's uh, called Healing from Within. And the first of um, these classes is going to be on the 5th of uh, December. It's on I Saturday. I know, the 5th. Good thing Bellevue. that I found out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're really excited about we it. Are. And it's on, it's on healing the gut. Right. And oh, okay. So, thank you so much for calling in, Jennifer. Um, well, I'm Sorry, I just have one quick question. Well, we have to go to break, actually, so we aren't going to be able to answer that question. Thank you so much, and happy holidays. All right, and we will be right back with Marie Manu Cherry Show.
Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt will begin the first of four interactive workshops on December 5th entitled Healing from Within. This first workshop will focus on what you are taking in physically and emotionally. Topics will include detoxifying, weight loss, absorption of nutrients, a healthy metabolism, food allergies, and food sensitivities. Dr. Sheila and Marie will share tools and techniques to empower you in the healing process. Join them at the Residence in Marriott in Bellevue from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on December 5th so that you too can begin healing from within and step into the new year with commitment, with freshness, with wholeness, feeling vital and ready to live your life fully. Cost for the workshop is $95 pre-registered and $100 at the door. Seating is limited. To register or for more information, please call Dr. Sheila's office at 425-452-9366 or visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. Alternative Talk 1150. It's the home of mastery in mystery. Bonnie Strelo and Penny Jensen will join us 7 o'clock Sunday to tell us how to one command, perhaps the most dynamic pathway to personal progress. And at 8 o'clock, we welcome Mark Anthony, a very successful attorney and psychic. With this powerful lineup, we'll be the envy of transformational talk radio. We put the show together and I envy us. Metaphysics with Attitude. The Gary Mann Show, Sunday at 7 on Alternative Talk 1150. Marie is excited to announce the release of her brand new CD, A Healthy Immune System. A healthy immune system is the key to good health and vitality. On this CD, Marie explains what the immune system is and how the different components of the immune system function within the human body. You'll also gain a better understanding of energy medicine as it relates to the immune system. Marie shares exercises and meditations throughout this CD so you can create a healthy immune system and vital state of well-being. Also included with this CD is a diagram of the immune system and a brief glossary of terms for easy reference. To order your copy of Marie's new CD now, please visit her website at energyintuitive.com. Feed your mind and your body and spirit will follow. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle with Dr. Sheila Denmerritt. We're going to go straight to the phone lines. All right, let's talk to Mark, who's been waiting patiently. He's calling from Graham. Hey, Mark, how are you? Good, thank you. Hey, I just want a real quick comment here. I've never heard of a woman's body as landscape before that's a new one to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, when the landscape starts to change a little, you know, it was the best language I could come up with. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's bone under there. Okay. <laughs> so what can we do for you? Well, anyway, uh, two questions to put out of time. But the first one, I've got a client that I'm not sure I can do anything for, and I was wondering mm. if you had any suggestions or if I should just let him go. He's sure that everything that happens to him in his life is from hatred. Oh. Is, uh, directed to him mainly oh. from his uh, mother and then now from other people mm. and I've tried to tell him you know take responsibility and go within and heal yourself but uh, he's, he's just sure that it's coming from outside influences right right well you know and that's a really interesting question and 
I'm sure I've angered a lot of clients over the years because I, I bring up the word victim and uh, and I say it out loud <laughs> towards them. And, you know, there, we can continue to be a victim. Any of us can feel victimized. I mean, I certainly could pull a whole bunch of history things that happened in my life and, and go, oh, my gosh, look what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And you're right. After a while, you have to learn to not allow our previous experiences affect us any longer. And I, th- I think you've given him great advice. I would talk to him about um, if he can learn to stay out of that role. And maybe you can come up with some better words, uh, you know, put victim through the thesaurus online and come up with some more creative words that aren't too re-stimulating or don't push his buttons or shut him down, right? Um, and then ask him to, you know, if he can stop thinking in that way, if maybe after a three-week time period, if he can reduce it even by 10 or 15%, he may notice that people are going to be more kind and loving towards him, which would then be proof to him that his mind plays a lot in what happens in his life. So, so that would be a good way to start it. Do you have any ideas? Well, um, Mark, Maria and I actually had talked about something like this. Um, and it's oh, int- yeah. It, it, <laughs> to take the... Uh, when I'm working with patients, sometimes I'll do what I call a keto with them. Rather than resisting mm-hmm. or trying to change their thinking, is I, I, I'll go, oh, interesting. Okay, so there's a lot of hatred coming at you. And do a keto with the hatred. Or else bless the hatred, because that will transform the hatred mm-hmm. more than trying to resist the hatred. Perfect. Do what with it? Yeah, what is a keto? A keto is a, a martial art where when something oh, is coming keto. toward you, you just let it move past you. You get out of its way. So you could suggest that to your client or suggest that they um, transform bless the, it. Bless the hatred. Wow, Go, great idea. Yeah, bless the hatred. Great idea. Yeah, bless it because it'll transform it. Perfect. Because yeah. resisting the hatred makes it grow. It right? does, right? absolutely. You, t- you taught me that. <laughs> And what was your second question? My second question is real off-topic of any healing, directly anyway, but my brother found himself in jail here, and I'm wondering if I should help him get out or if I should just leave him. I get no. I, I get do not help him. Let him stay in there. And and I'm sorry about that, by the way. I don't really know the whole situation, but I get no, no, no. So that means that there's something for him to learn, and it looks like a safe jail, so he might have some fun. Well, no, it's definitely not fun. He's calling everybody ever five times a day trying to get him off. That's, <laughs> that's everybody's opinion, too, and right. mine as well is to leave him in there, but yeah. I just wanted to make sure that was Yeah, leave right. him in there. So good intuition on your part. You know, he got himself in there, and maybe if he gets to have enough time, he'll figure out ways not to do that again. Now, can you, he's denying that he did anything wrong. Oh, I, no, I that's that. not true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. it, he, he did do whatever it was that he's been accused of, and he is rightfully, for right now, in jail. Because, you know, he, um, your brother tends to think that he's above the law, and so he'll continue to do things even though he knows he's not supposed to. He's been very lucky many, many times. And yeah. so it's like when I, whenever I get pulled over, because people know that I like to drive fast, I'm, always, I've heard that. I'm very grateful to the police officer. I tell him thank you and give him my license because I deserve that ticket. So I'm the same with your brother. <laughs> That's what okay. I thought. Yeah, you're right on. Thank All you right, so much, Mark. Happy holidays. Thank you, too. All righty. Bye-bye. One of the things I appreciate uh, appreciate about you is that you really support people to trust their intuition. I love that about you. Oh, thank you. Because most times people really know. They do. They have all that incredible wisdom and inside of like them. And it's just like listening to what you really know. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't know I was intuitive until my late 30s. And so when it became apparent to me, I was actually quite shocked. I and, still have to interview on that. Yes. What we'll happened do that. in your late 30s? <laughs> and and okay. so I know that everyone's intuitive. I know that yes. it's not just something that but I we have. we block it. We do. We block it. And it's really important. So we're going to go ahead and go to the next caller. All right. Let's go all the way to Connecticut and talk to Robin. Hi, Robin. Hello. How are you? Thank, I'm great. Thank you. Um, your class sounds fascinating. If I was on the West Coast, I'd be there. Ah, we'd, we'd love, love to, to have, have you. you. <laughs> um, so I have a non-medical question as well. I've been working with my husband for years, and I'm thinking of doing something else and um, excited about it. And I just feel like I have so many um, ways I could go, and I kind of want to do something more towards life purpose. I know, metaphysical. And not just waste time. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to do something meaningful, and I feel like I want to study, and, you know, I'm already 51, and I could work for a long time, so I I still feel like I have a long time, but any little insight you could um, give me, I would be very grateful. Well, you know, what was adorable is when you were saying, I'm already 51, um, Sheila just put out her arms like, go ahead, my child. You know? Exactly. Go yeah. for it. Go for it. I feel that way, too. I mean, I could be, I could see Trust myself working at 70 and 80, you know. Absolutely. But I want to do, I want to do something real. I, I could do a lot of things, but I want to do kind of a, a good, the right thing, the most well, I think Whatever. when you start using the word, the word real, you know, I want to do something real, it just means that it does need to be important to you. It needs to be part of your your belief system. Life purpose is about doing something in life that has purpose for you. And a dear friend said to me recently that, you know, with the economy, the way it's changed, we're recognizing that our value isn't in the equity necessarily in our homes or in the stock market that has been dwindling. It's really in ourselves. And that's what you're looking for to discover is the value within you. And then you can go out in the world and participate it in a way that creates resources for you. And then that becomes the life purpose that when you work in your life purpose, and Sheila and I talk about this all the time, you want to do it forever. You know, maybe you won't do it five days a week, but you'll do it, you know, for the rest of your life because it's purposeful. It's fun. It's exciting. It feeds you. And that's what you're looking for. Exactly. And right before we went to your phone call, we were talking about intuition, and I think part of that conversation was for you. Exactly, (laughs) because you already know. You know, you don't even need to ask the question because you already know that that's what you want to do. And when you are making a decision about which way to go, go towards the way that brings you the most joy. It is not necessarily going to be linear or have have common sense connected to it. It's just going to feel right. And you'll find out later why it's a great decision. But initially, it won't have common sense related to it. But I don't know. (laughs) I think she does I think so, too. So personally, and Sheila and I aren't like talking this off our off air. We're live right now, but we're right. giving each other eye contact. I think you love to help people. I think yes. that you love to tell people what to do, just like we do. <laughs> I think that what you do when you tell people what to do is accurate, right on, and very empowering for others. And I also think that you're very intuitive. So you get to go out in the world and do that. And you get to call it whatever you want to. You get to follow your heart and feel what brings you joy and start figuring it out. It's really not that hard. I know I'm making it sound like it's super simple, and that's because it is super simple. Well, but I feel like you have a gift. Hmm. So, so you. you can tell people what to do. 
I mean, my gift is that I want to help them, but that could even be not a good thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why? Like, <clears throat> I don't need to help somebody to feel okay about myself. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and that's not what I mean. I think that you have wisdom and insight about people that helps them to feel better about who they are. That's that's what I'm getting when I'm looking at you. You're fair. You've got great integrity and you're compassionate. So it's not like, you know, even when I said we're telling people what to do, I meant that sarcastically. You know, I believe our job is to help people um, move forward in their lives in an empowering way. And that's what you want to do. So what's wrong with that? So, like, would you think, like, a counselor or a hypnotherapist no. or a life coach? Yeah, may- maybe life coaching. But notice what happened. I complimented you, and you, you couldn't take it in, and, and then you went on to trying to figure it out again. I don't recommend working hard, figuring it out. Feel as if you've already, you already know what it is, even though you don't. You're loving your life. You're enjoying it. What you're doing is of service to yourself and others. Yourself first and then others second. Um, and that it's purposeful. So I wouldn't worry about what it's called. But when you mentioned those several things, Life Coach had more energy in it than hypnotherapists or, or counselor. Um, so follow your heart. Have fun. Go play with it. it just Allow it to naturally unfold because that's truly what happens when we discover our destiny. We don't have to go dig it out of the earth. It's already there. It's already in your life right now. Just embrace it, and then it will become more visible to you. Okay. Okay? Thank you. All right. Best of luck. Keep us posted. All right. All right. Bye-bye. So who else do we have on the phone lines? Well, we're going to stick back east and uh, talk to Camelia in New Jersey. Hello. 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 How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Great. What can we do for you? Um, well, I have two questions. And, um, hello? Yes. Oh, sorry. Well, my first question is when I get uh, my menstrual, I get really, really bad abdominal pains, and I get really sick to the point that I throw up. And whenever I get these pains, I can't stand, I can't walk. Everything that I do hurts. So I don't know what happens every month when that happens. I'm amazed that you called because I was 17 years old, and um, I started nursing school. Ah. Um, I, I graduated high school early. I was in nursing school, and I used to get terrible menstrual cramps to the point where I would throw up. And my mother took me to a naturopath um, when I was young. Um, I, we lived in Michigan, and she took me to a doctor in Toronto. And uh, he gave me a homeopathic remedy. I did not even know what that was. A homeo what? I, you know, we didn't know what it was. Some pills tasted like sugar. I thought the guy was crazy. And the next month I had no pain. I called my mom. I said, Mom, what was in those little white pills? She said, I don't know. I'm like, what? You let him give me something and you didn't even know what it was? <laughs> so anyway, we went back to the doctor and I asked him what were in those little white pills. And he explained the whole concept of homeopathy to me, which is much broader than what I can tell you in the next few minutes. And um, it started me on my course toward being a naturopath. Mm-hmm. So that, is that your recommendation? My recommendation definitely would be to take a homeopathic remedy. Um, You're in New Jersey. There are homeopaths. I would go online um, and find a a recognized homeopath, someone who has, you know, had quite a bit of training, and they usually can give you a remedy that will clear that for you. 
And okay. if I'm not mistaken, it's about really stuck energy in the pelvis. It is. Right? It's, it, yes, yeah. it's considered uh, pelvic congestion. Right. And yeah. so the second chakra, which governs those beautiful reproductive organs, is all about passion. And, and what I think is interesting about your story is because of this intervention. Oh, that's right. It got me on my path. It got you on your path, right? Oh. So maybe mm. looking um, at what it is that you truly want to do in your life or uh, things of that right. nature. The standard medical doctors would put you on birth control pills. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's called dysmenorrhea, painful periods. Right. And it can be awful. I mean, oh, nausea yeah. and pale and throwing yeah. up. And I get really I do. sorry. Yeah. It's, yeah. A home- <laughs> it's a homeopathic. And I just can't prescribe for you. I'd, I'd need to take your whole case. But, yeah, I'm, it's definitely you need a remedy. And, you know, when, when we're talking to people, um, even when all of the listeners are talking to other people in their life, when you have a memory of your previous experience in your life, just like how Dr. Sheila had this memory of her time at 17 years, which is very similar to your experience right now, it means that the homeopathy is going to work. Where, you know, she's getting oh. an intuitive hit, right? Yeah. Oh, it was like a chill through my body. Right, right. It's but, like, oh, she's calling. She needs help. And and it's going to work. So you're going to find a nice homeopathy person, I yep. if I said that correctly, yep. and he's going to or she's going to give you some cute little tablets and it's all going to go away. So it's very exciting. We're happy for you. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> and keep yes. us posted. It's not normal. What you're experiencing, you shouldn't have to deal right. with. Right, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And keep us posted. We'd love but to know. But I do know. have one more question. Everyone does today. <laughs> you have to make it very quick because we're okay, getting close here. It actually, when you were talking about your path, um, I do music. I've been ah. doing music for a very, very long time. I mm. love it. I can't live without it. And I just... You know, I love to write music. I love to sing. And I do want to be a singer. And I want to write for other people as well as myself. Wonderful. And I just want to make, I just want to see if you see anything in the near future for me. Well, you know, um, as we're sitting here listening to, we're so happy for you. Number one, that you found something that you love, that you're obviously gifted at it. And so, of course, we see a future for you. What we both want is for you to see a future for you. Because then you won't have that stuck energy in your pelvic cavity because you're afraid. You're afraid that something bad's going to happen or it's not going to work out or someone will tell you you're, you're not good enough. Yeah. And truly, it's the, that self-esteem and self-confidence that allows things to unfold in our life. So go dance around the house that you're a published songwriter, that you have a, a number one hit on the radio right now, go dance around the house and get excited about it. That may even reduce the menstrual cramping before your next period. And rather than saying, I want to be a singer, you know, next time you're talking to someone, I am, I am a singer. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Because you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. See? That's great. Yeah. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. you too. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Let's talk to Renee in Seattle. Hello. Hello. Hi, Renee. Hi, my question is about CoQ10, and I know there are two forms. One is called ubiquinol, and which one do you recommend for somebody that's over 45? Um, for everyone, it is ubiquinol. Is it now? Yes. Because, yeah, for years they just said CoQ10. Yeah, yeah, it is ubiquinol, and usually it's 100 milligrams. Okay. Yeah, of CoQ. That's a really good question. I love CoQ. I do, too. I it know. really works. Yes, it's it amazing. It really works. And one more quick question, I'll let it go. It's about thermograms. Aren't they good for mammograms or replace mammograms? Depends on who's reading it. Oh. A thermography is amazing. It's reading the heat in the body. Um, it's actually started in Europe many, many years ago, and now you can get it in this country. Insurance doesn't pay for it. Um, uh, what happens, though, is um, when it's red, if, the, if it does light up, then you have to go deeper and get the mammogram. But you could use it as a screening. Right. Okay. I think it's a great screening yes. as well. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, good question. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Everyone's in the two-question mode. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have now? Now we're going to talk to Cindy in Kent. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Um, I have a question. I, I'm concerned about my sister, Susan. Um, she has a lot of secrecy surrounding herself right now. She's withdrawn from friends and family. She says the issue is revolving around her ex-husband, and we're wondering if maybe she's not being deceived by her current husband, and we have concerns for her well-being and her safety, and I would mm-hmm. just give insight Trust your intuition. Yeah, I, yeah, trust intuition is very important. I just want to ask a few questions for some facts. So she's in a second marriage? She's in a second marriage, and, correct. And she's spending time with her first husband? I'm sorry, I, I think I didn't um, hear the whole she, situation. Yeah, I'm trying to talk fast because I know we're about Of course, out of yeah. Um, she's there, she can't tell anybody what's really going on. Apparently the government's involved and there's secrecy and their money's being held up. And, mm. uh, I mm. mean, it's this whole big saga right. about her husband or ex-husband. This person is trying to take the children away. Things are getting put on her record. The, uh-huh. It's like the ex-husband's the bad guy. And we're just wondering if maybe... The, the current husband, husband yes. Orchestrating all of I this. agree. And I love it because I was trying to read it and I really couldn't get an answer. But Sheila said right away, trust your intuition. Trust your intuition. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think it's the current husband that's creating um, deceit. I, I don't think he's to be trusted. I and, don't either. And I don't know what to do. Here's, to do what, about I, here's that. what I would suggest, um, Cindy. And, and this is for all of us, okay? This is for everyone listening. This is for me. This is for Marie. This is for all of us. When you feel something really deeply, particularly around someone you love, rather than doing the secret thing or the triangle thing, talking to your mother about it or whatever, sit down with your sister, not on the phone, not in an email. Sit down with her, look in her eyes, and say something like, you know, I really love you. I'm really worried. I want to help you. You don't need to tell me what's going on and I I know that things aren't right here and you don't need to keep it all in you know what can we do and and I I agree with that that the thing is that she thinks that it's her ex-husband I know she told me that if she told me that that this person she's married to is the kind of man that that any child any child would dream of marrying someday and that he stuck through or through through all of this stuff Mm -hmm. and and yeah. my mother has already confronted her, and, and she just well, she doesn't want it. She's not at that space to be able I to know. hear Well, and Cindy, here comes that part. So then part. just keep the yeah, door open. Exactly, where you have to let Excuse go. Me. No, that's great. You have to let go and, and let her have her life yeah. and her situation and have the door open, like Dr. Merritt said, so that when she comes to a realization. I, just you can let her know you love her. Yeah. Right, and that's kind of my sister. I mean, we're all concerned about of her. Of course, of and course. And we just don't, do we just wait here when the pieces fall? I guess yeah. I don't want to look back. I don't know if she's in physical danger. She just... Well, it's pretty weird. It's a weird situation, and I don't know for sure if there's actual physical danger. But I do have an idea that what you could do is start seeing her happy and free and safe. Feel uh, her happy and safe and free. And, and, and send her that type of energy. You're, since your family's so close and really does care about one another, if you all do it together, that could propel her to have some awareness or some aha moments or make a different decision or ask a, a particular question that could help her free herself from this situation. Okay, 
that's a really good idea. And you don't want to close the door by alienating no. her because she no. thinks her husband is her ally, and so yes. you don't want to say bad things about him. Exactly. So, you know. Exactly. So you, yeah. So you just have so, to love her and let her know that you're there for her and you care about her, and then ultimately, like Marie yeah. said, the choice is hers. Right, and it will happen. I, I don't think it'll be soon. Like I, I look out through the next eight months really all the way till August, and I think she's going to stay pretty much still where she is. But she'll start to get the picture together, because she is a smart woman. She's she just is. been tricked a little. A yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> okay. something for her to learn, right? You know, when we have these exactly. experiences in our life, there's something our soul wants to learn from the experience. Maybe exactly. she wants to truly learn to trust herself and not put mm-hmm. all of her trust into someone else, which is a that phenomenal is thing to learn in a lifetime. Yeah, so we'll we'll celebrate her soul's desire to learn that. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. We're sending okay. you love Good and light. Luck. Take care. Thank you. Alrighty, okay. bye bye. Well, do you want to take this last call? Because yeah. we've only got a few minutes. Why here. don't we go quick? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Gretchen in Auburn. Hi, please Gretchen. be quick. <laughs> hey, hi Marie. Hi Sheila. Hi. Um, I have been teaching for well over twenty years. I'm sixty. And I love teaching. Yeah, I love teaching. I have a great connection with my students still. I mean, I figure, well, I still get positive feedback from them. So, But I'm thinking of retiring, and I I don't know if I should do that. Yeah, I'm getting yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, and you don't have to do it now. I mean, you could wait a little bit longer if you want to. You know, people Uh don't have to wait till they hate their job to leave it. Right. Yeah, I think going out while I'm on top is pretty good. And I think you're always going to teach. I just think you're going to figure out something else to teach. And Dr. Sheila's shaking her head. Yes, we both believe you're a great teacher. But now it's kind of something else that you could teach that inspires you as much as it inspires your students. Yeah. Do you have other things that you're interested in that you you want to move toward? Oh, well, I love poetry. I love writing. Um, I love uh, working out, like, you know, uh, yoga. I'd love to get into yoga. That would be fun. You'd have more time if you're retired. Yes, and I would definitely have time to do that. And writing is a form of teaching. That's true. Mm-hmm. I love to write. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I th- you know, you could retire to your new profession as author. That's true. I, <laughs> I, I agree with that one. That feels really good. Oh, <laughs> good. We're so happy for yep, you. Following your okay. intuition. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Have a great day. attend your conference. Okay, oh, great. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, yeah so bye-bye. when is our conference again? Since, you know, you're going to be calling me that morning December to make sure. 5th, <laughs> December 5th. At 10 a.m. At 10 a.m. In Bellevue at the Marriott. At the residence you and me, in Bellevue. We are going to play. We are. And my husband actually is going to do some music for us. He's going to play us. some music during the break. We're going to have break. a lot of fun. We are. And we're actually going to record this. Yes. And with... Put the potential of making a DVD yes. so that other people can enjoy it. So yes. that's something that will be happening. Then. And this is not about us. This seminar is oh, about the people who attend. Right. So depending on who shows up will depend on what it what it forms. And we'll into. do meditations and give yes. tools yes. and of course do individual readings yes. and teach from that. And yes. we're very excited. So again, you can go to the website and pre-register. And what I learned from today is to really go inside and trust what you're hearing inside is your own intuition ah, because beautiful. you know. You know. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Thank you, Dr. Sheila. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Um, And again, you can go to the website if you want to know anything about classes, and you can sign up for my free quarterly newsletter also on the website. Joyful blessings until next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.